You're now listening to the No GPS After Sunset Podcast. Welcome to 90 point nothing point five something WCLT. We're taking you deep into the quiet storm tonight. We got a special performance from Aaron and the Love Savers, our resident poet A Love, and the love anthropologist himself, Professor Gemma. Good people out there in radio and podcast land. I'll be your host for the night. On my side of the rock, the temperature's about 7 degrees Celsius. Heavy mist overlaid on the roads, making driving an unfit task. So relax and put your feet up, because you're now rocking with the brother with the soft touch and the lion's clutch. Public enemies Chuck D once rapped. I don't give a damn about the other demographics. When the quiet storm comes on, I fall asleep. But Chuck... Tonight we're traveling to the eye of the quiet storm, a place rarely ventured to. So sleep, we will not. But isn't love something else? I know we like to take the cool, jaded outlook on love in this age of online dating. And I understand, but maybe I should pronounce love to be dead. The same way a late 19th century philosopher named Nietzsche prophesied God to be dead. And you know what followed. The 20th century was the bloodiest century in recorded human history. And what would that mean for the rest of this uncertain 21st century that we currently are living through? Will this be the loveless century? But those answers I do not know. Yet, we always talk about how the passion's gone. That lovers are now programmed bots without souls. Some call them trolls. But let's start to talk about love less like a reality show. Like it's love and basketball and more like an ideal that we struggle and aspire to live up to. Let's do that. Today's episode is sponsored by the Love Debuggers. We at the Love Debuggers have been debugging lovers that have been turned into trolls and worse, bots, since the first online dating site opened up in 1995. But really... The Love Debuggers have been a startup that formed before that inaugural year. We began our work upon the release of Zapp and Roger Troutman's 1986 classic, Computer Love. That lyric were the lyrics that tipped us off to the looming and coming love apocalypse was when Zapp and Roger sang, Could it be your face I see on my computer screen? Need a special girl, oh yeah, to share in my computer world. My computer world. I no longer need astrology, thanks to modern technology. So since then, getting wannabe lovers out of the digital matrix has been our primary business. Our debuggers are like Ozempec, but for lovers. It debodifies the heart and removes all cravings to ghost or troll. And honestly, we never thought we'd go from checking for tinderonies to tinderonies. See what I did there? We went from being stood up on blind dates to getting catfished for a year. People can't even tell the difference between Valentine's Day and Halloween anymore because they've been ghosted that many times. So if you need a debug, hire the love debuggers. We're like the Ghostbusters, but for lovers. Now coming to the stage is our love anthropologist, Professor Jimmer, with some of his field research from the dystopian digital world of computer love. Hello and good night. 
The songs I'll be discussing tonight are I Still Believe, released in 1999, and We Belong Together, released in 2005. Both of Mariah Carey songs. I want to show how the two songs are intertextually connected and that this thematic connection between the two songs is driven from a deep desire to be together or stay together with one's love, interest, or lover. Now, let's make sense. Given the great amount of bad press being pumped out daily by social media blitzing gossip blog sites about the prospects of sustaining a love relationship over long periods of time, I still believe in love. And that's coming from a man who's not altogether great at sustaining long-term relationships himself. Go figure. I'm making an intertextual connection between two songs separated by time and space. The two songs selected today go from the imagined, idealized romantic relationship to be in a possible future to the fulfillment of that promise, but with the emotional wounds that come from the years of being together. The second song, the more recent of the two, is filled with pithy quotes and wisdom gained during and after a long-standing relationship. But Mariah wants that old thing back and we belong together. In an effort to rekindle things, she looks to the romanticized past. And she does this through an older song we are somewhat familiar with. Mariah Carey sings in her second verse. So I turn a dial, trying to catch a break. And then I hear Babyface, I only think of you. And it's breaking my heart. I'm trying to keep it together, but I'm falling apart. While turning the dial on the radio and flipping through one station to the next, Mariah is confronted by the epic beauty and unrealistic expectations of her past love ambitions via the 1989 released Jam, Two Occasions by The Deal, which was, of course, written by Babyface. Another intertextual connection I want to make, Mariah Carey sang back up on Babyface's 1996 hit, Every Time I Close My Eyes. That chart topper was the expression of one's gratitude to their beloved after years of partnership. Coincidentally, or not, every time I close my eyes was the intertextual continuation and response to the deal's two occasions. Now, the desired togetherness desired for before the relationship takes on any real stakes is an over-idealized projection of the future that makes the magicless present enduring. But when the future is here, and in the present, when the relationship is finally made real to the beloved community through cohabitation or marriage, then the past can only be a reminder of what worked and what did not. It can no longer be a source of dreamlike romantic passion that lovers dip into whenever they whisk themselves to overseas romantic vacations. Plainly, I still believe the first song featuring the legendary musician Crazy Bone is the past full of idealized love musings and entrancing melodies. It is the promise and wish of a successful romantic encounter between two individuals. The second song, We Belong Together, was released six years later. The song deals with the harsh realities of a love relationship that may or may not be fated to last. And yet, the song was the hit that brought Mariah Carey's career back from her glitter album, Impasse. And even when the song deals with the cynicism of our times, it shows a staunch belief in the power of love. 
you know, it's funny to think that Mariah Carey's flipping through the radio stations listening to love songs because I was doing the updated version of that when these two songs played back to back on my purposely shuffled Spotify playlist. That was the moment the intertextual relationship between the two songs became real for me. And I got to tell you, I still believe. I still believe. Stepping to the stage, give a round of applause for Aaron and the Love Savers. Now the resident Mr. Mad Lubber takes Come the stage on, for his annual Lover's Day rant. Ladies and gentlemen, the Mad Lover. I think the issue is this. In our current days and times, so many people are cut off from large social networks like extended families, immediate family, the local community, and decade-long friendship circles. You've got maybe a parent you have an ongoing communication with, one brother or sister, you might not have a sibling at all. Am I right? 
Then you finally find the love of your life. And in that love, all of a sudden you wanted to be your everything. You are everything and everything is you, right? Prince sang on the song Adore that he wanted to be more than your mother, more than your brother, that he wanted to be like no other. You see, but that's the problem. It sounds cute and lovely, but it's impractical. That's the overwhelming, engulfing nature of love. When you're caught up in the rapturous, quiet storm, it's what Anita Baker warned us about on her song, Caught Up in the Rapture. This new reality, where we're solo, isolated agents of sexual selection, puts too much weight on our shoulders. It demands we be the whole immediate and extended family and friendship network for our lovers. That's too much of a load to carry, even for me. The quiet storm structure of feeling is subtle, yet magnificently powerful. The water always wins. Remember that. Bruce Lee taught us that. It is the soft, yet deadly path. Yet it feels so good to be in the quiet storm's dangerous clutch to be what? As Beyonce sang, dangerously in love. Yet, this cannot sustain a relationship between two lovers because the rains the quiet storm bring cannot be contained by the two who are in love. The engulfing flood is an overload of joy, a joy that is never ending. Thus, an unbearable joy that drives the two that are in love insane in a membrane. We need others to show us the way. Andre 3000 was speaking for all of us when he sang on Heya that thank God for mom and dad for sticking two two together because we don't know how. Because we need community, we need friends, we need elders, we need everything. Martians, I don't know. We have to practice the seven types of love that the ancient Greeks identified so long ago. Not just the romantic or erotic type. We need more love. That includes eros, philia, Stork, agape, Ludus, pragma, and felucia. Romance is only one of those loves, but really that's the only love we only talk about. Lastly, the mental stresses of work, the mental stresses of life, the mental stresses of the commute. Are you gonna put that all on your love? They can't take it, she can't take it, he can't take it, you can't take it. We need other people. You need more people. We need what? What I would call my elders, my peoples, my shimogeles, my homeboy counselors. Where are they at? Where are my friends? I thought I was gonna have a cheers type friendship in my 20s and 30s. Go to that place where everybody knows my name, everywhere I go. Though, nobody knows me. I'm an unknown. And my lover, they have to be that everything for me? That you are everything for me? We'd be lucky to be married for three more years. Damn. I'm out. I'm out of the game. The mad lover is gone. If it was a mad rapper, where's he at? The mad lover's gone too. Peace. That boy is good. But to end on a more optimistic point, we call to the stage our resident poet, the hopeless romantic himself, A. Love. The light from demure eyes flicker as the blush from flushed cheeks mesmerize. The moon, even when full of itself, could not compare. Exit time in a beholden gaze. Memories, 
they live in a blind spot. Can you see me? If not, then deja vus are the illusions I peer through. Seconds turn to hours and hours to moments. Moments etched in a bodily frame. If only eyes could look unto themselves, covered in a lament only the songbird would know. This loneliness is still like blue to the water. Thorn-studded noses never know the source of their pain. Love is blind. Yet, it is the most alluring of fragrances. Follow it. Enchantment awaits as savannas turn into deserts and raptured crows encircle doves under a crimson red sky. As savannas turn into deserts, living off borrowed joy, what will my tomorrows be? Waxing crescent moons like broken mirrors reflecting silhouettes of me behind you. Let this life be ephemeral, for I am the morning star, the light that shatters the catacomb of dark nights surrounding you, leaving these eyes to its true host. The heart grows fond of what is absent, not of what is forgotten. Let us not forget love, even if it is absent. Why can't we work it all out like we used to, used to? Used to Why can't we work it all out like we used to? Used to Used to Why can't we work it all out like we used to? Used to Used to Why can't we work it all out like we used to? Used to Used to